eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC sports. Brought to you by JohnnyTShirt.com, the go-to provider for all your Tar Heel gear. For Inside Carolina, I'm Taylor Vipolis, and you're listening to this podcast, which is a part of the Inside Carolina Podcast Network. So first off, thank you for being here. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to Inside Carolina wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube so you never miss out on any of the content the team at IC puts out. It, it takes hardly any time, and it helps us out a great deal. Speaking of support, we want to support the people that support us. So that's why on this podcast, I've got to remind everybody about Rel's favorite restaurant, Jimmy's Famous Seafood. <laughs> the reason they wanted to sponsor this podcast is simple. They're owned and operated by Carolina fans. So not only do you get great seafood at a great price, but you're also supporting one of your own. It's a true win-win. For everybody wondering, my go-to order is the famous gift box where you get two massive crab cakes, two different kinds of crab soup and a half pint of crab dip at checkout. Use the promo code hashtag GDT B A T H for free two day shipping. That's promo code hashtag GDT B A T H. All right. Today we've got a star studded cast here joining me. It's Kenny Williams, Shaquille Rashad, Luke Buxton and Sherelle McMillan guys. It's the off season. So there's not as much to talk about. So the concept of today's podcast is a fun one where We're going to have a snake draft of UNC-related things where each person has to draft a UNC basketball player, a non-basketball alum or athlete, a signature moment, a landmark, and then a bar or restaurant. So five categories there. You can get those five things in any order. So it's going to be interesting to see how things shake out and maybe which categories go faster. After the draft, we'll put up a graphic for people to vote on on which GM had the best draft and Fans can sound off on Twitter, sound off on the message boards, who they think had the best draft, maybe what got left off. Kenny, you're here representing Carolina basketball. It's a huge brand. Do you feel any extra sense of pressure to perform well here today? No, I'm cool, calm, and collected, man. I'm good. Always. He always is. (laughs) Shaq, I think, is the wild card here because I can never tell where his mind's at. And Shaq... As a huge Carolina football guy, I have to imagine that your goal tonight is to make sure Carolina football is well represented. But I also think you have a part in you where you are just going to pander to the crowd and whatever gets you the most votes. I can't believe you would even accuse me of that, Vip. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's absurd that you would even say that out loud, honestly. I'm here to win. And then, Rel and Luke, you guys come here working for Inside Carolina. What are your thoughts heading into this draft tonight as the voices of credibility in the IC community, starting with you, Rel? 
Oh, like we said off air, I'm I'm leaking confidence. I'm nervous. These guys are all stars. They all look good. They're all grown men, and I'm just you know representing the quite you know a little bit under forty crowd. And uh, I just hope to do you know 2004, 2005, 2006 folks proud. Luke, what about you? Yeah, man, I'm I'm like Rail. I'm coming in probably one of the least athletic people on the Zoom call, so. I'm going to try to take a different approach and, and maybe pander to the fans. I think it's not it's not Shaq. It's going to be me who's going to try to get the fans vote. So we'll see how it goes. A lot of shame in, in that, admitting to pandering <laughs> to the crowd. The draft order, which was determined off air, it's me with the dreaded first pick, then Luke, then Shaq, then Kenny, then Rel. Reminder of the five categories, it's a UNC basketball player, a non-basketball alum or athlete, a signature moment, a landmark, and then a bar or a restaurant and feel free to, when you're making the picks, maybe give a little explanation why. And the other four people don't feel, don't be afraid to chime in with maybe if, if you have some criticism, if you like the pick, any, any kind of feedback there, but the first pick, this one's tough because it's a snake draft. I'm not picking for another nine picks. There's a lot of good contenders for who should be first off the board in a lot of loaded categories, but I have to go, with Michael Jordan for my Carolina basketball player. It's, it's the obvious place where to start. Now, he might not have the best statistics from a, a college perspective, but you get the title, you get the Jordan brand, you get the GOAT when it comes to basketball and all that credibility that comes with the Jordan name. So I it was a tough choice. There was a couple of categories that I was between, but I feel like when you can get Michael Jordan, you have to get Michael Jordan. Always, always. Yeah, no, it's a good pick. That was that, that was my first as well. Um, I'll take it a little. A little yeah, I'll I'll go a little different approach. I'm not gonna you know focus too much on stats or accolades. I'll go I'll go Theo Pinson at two, uh, national champion, four year player, just one of the funniest dudes to come through Carolina. Um, and just like you look at the NBA, right, wherever team he goes, Nets or Knicks, they all love him. Great, great uh, locker room guy. Great representative of, of Carolina. So I'll go Theo Pinson at two. Kenny, as as a Carolina basketball player and a former teammate of Theo, what's your reaction to seeing Theo go number two in a category where you're picking five of the potential best Carolina basketball players to ever play at the school? I'm not surprised. I like the I like the wild card pick. Theo's a fan favorite, so that'll get you some votes just off of off of his personality. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm pandering to the crowd. Maybe if he shares it, you get even more votes from Theo. But that was definitely a pander choice, Shaq. You're now on the clock. I see you working on the board. I can't imagine Theo Pinson was on your board. He wasn't on my board. I'm making adjustments. Just so you all know, I'll be honest, I'm tracking who picks what where so I can kind of try to feel out. I've got kind of draft profiles on all of you built out already. And so right now I'm just tracking against those profiles to see, okay, he's going along with what I thought he'd be doing just to get a feel for what you all are doing here. Um, with the third pick in the draft, it's tough. Um, this is one that I can't slip away, and you know this about me, Pep. Is the restaurant or bar the number one spot? Is, should that be my number one pick? Probably not. I can't <laughs> let Bob go to anyone but me, though. I've got to take Pantana Bob's at three, baby. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> that's, wow. That was that's a very a predictable pick. <laughs> <laughs> I... I could not leave this podcast having lost Bob. I just couldn't have it. Yeah. You, you don't know with a snake draft that Bob's is going to be back to you. And Bob's on the deck. A nice day. It, you can make the argument Bob's can't 
can't be beat. And Bob's was pretty high up on my draft board, but I don't mm. know if I would have went restaurant bar there with a, a ton of great choices. But Shaq, as you said, you're Bob's guy through and through. It, it was. It might have been if you had the number one pick, the first overall pick. So <laughs> I've got some wild cards in my back pocket too. Some stuff I know will be there late. Kenny, you're now on the clock. All right. So the LM can be a player, right? The, the alum can't be a player. It can be another athlete, but just not a basketball player. Wild card, Roy Williams. Okay. That is, that's a good choice. And he fits the, the, uh, the non-basketball player category, but still going into that basketball realm. And you get all the national championships. But what, a legend. What's, kind of, what's kind of your reasoning behind going Roy first round? A legend. Um, you took... Michael Jordan, I think, if you're talking about UNC basketball, like, I guess Mount Rushmore, he would be one of those people that's on it. So uh, you can't kind of, you can't pass him up. And I didn't want anybody else to take that wild card pick from me. So I just went ahead and took him. It's a great pick. Nobody, nobody I think is going to question that here. Rel, it's a snake draft. So you got two picks coming up here. Yeah, I, um, I was thinking about Coach Smith, and I realized he's not. I forgot he's not a Carolina alum, so I can't, I can't pick him, right? Because he's not. Correct. Yeah, yeah, man. So I have to start over. Uh, so with the fifth pick, I will go for Sutton's Drugstore because what is more Chapel Hill than Sutton's? Like the history of Carolina basketball is in pictures inside of Sutton's, and you can get really good hot dogs and hamburgers. So can't be that. So that is my uh, bar restaurant pick. I, I I went number one. With, with that, just because, I mean, Sutton's has the history on the wall. So you get everything you need from Carolina basketball. Kenny, was that one that you were hoping was coming back to you for, for your second pick? Yeah, Rel makes yeah. see, pick? I was, I was, I, I think I was going to go that with my second pick, man. It's, that's my restaurant. And <laughs> man, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like Shaq with Bob's. I'm mad I'm going to leave here without having Sutton's on my list. Yep. Yep. Rel, sticking with you. All right, so it could go a number of ways here. Um, so there are two football players, obviously, I think I have in mind. But there's a different type of football who I think maybe is the greatest uh, to ever play. So I'm going to go with Mia Hamm with the number mm. six pick. Wow, that's a great pick. Hatter, a Hatter great my pick. big board. Yeah, yeah. it's on my board. Mm. Anytime you could get a goat of a sport, and Mia Hamm <laughs> is the unquestioned women's soccer goat i think it's 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 always yeah. gonna be a great pick mm. there's still a goat left though i i could maybe think of it but kenny <laughs> i'm All itching right. to get back on the clock by the way my uh <laughs> my second round pick i'm gonna take the first landmark and take the smith center off the board it's a great pick I know I'm going all basketball. Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say all basketball for you. <laughs> I'll, I'll change it. It's just it's hard to go away from the history, man. A lot of stuff going down in 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 the basketballs. So I'll take I'll take the Smith Center and go ahead and knock that one off. Kenny, this this draft is shaping up pretty well for you so far. Roy Williams and the Smith Center. Smith Center, great choice. A lot of history there. Shaq, I see. you. For anybody watching, for anybody who's just listening as a podcast, Shaq is scribbling away with every pick on, on, a, on a whiteboard that we can't quite see. We can see the edge of it. It's intentional. Uh, That's intentional. Shaq 
you've got Pantana Bobs. Who are you adding to the to the roster? I like Kenny's pick of the Smith Center there, but there's a lot of history over in Carmichael too. Yeah, I like Carmichael here with this pick. Okay. Yeah, I like that. What's what's the reasoning for uh, Carmichael in comparison to uh, the Smith Center? I guess if people are trying to compare landmarks. I have never actually done the research on this. If, you, if there's one thing you know about me is that I'm going to believe whoever tells me something at face value. I was told that is where Michael Jordan played his game. So the same reason Kenny took him at one, I've got where MJ played, right, with this, this pick right here. So I'm excited about that Great one. Pick. Great pick. Ton of history there as well. So I was right. Well, the person that told me that was right. Yeah. yeah that they, okay, perfect. I love that. I would have been devastated if I was wrong about that. <laughs> Then you just get a lot of old time basketball and just <laughs> Olympic sports. Um, EXSS classes. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, back to you. All right, let's see if this works. The Pander. I can't. That work? Did you play the draft sound? Yeah, it worked. No, I could. I, I'll just uh, edit that right. in post. <laughs> yeah, just, just put it in. Put it in later. Uh, I'll take the second bar and restaurant. Shaq chose the second best bar in Chapel Hill, but the first is he's not. And I'll take blue cups on a awesome Tuesday afternoon, 70 degree weather in Chapel Hill, $5 blue cup. It's three beers. You can get anyone you want. IPA go if you're like VIP and do a, do a Bud Light there. Um, but yeah, he's not easily is my favorite and the best bar in Chapel Hill. So I'm, I'm getting a steal at what am I pick? Nine. Nine, I think, in the second round. So he he's not locking in, signed off, and pick nine. I'd like to contest the best bar in Chapel Hill line, but that's probably going to take a whole different podcast. I've actually got uh, a living document of all the reasons Bob's are the best. I'd be happy to work through that. A different I, I love Bob's, but you're spending $5 on a Miller Lite. My, uh, my contest with the he's not. I, I love the he's not pick. Actually, it's not even contest. It's just more of a question. It's if you're an alumni of UNC, is it a requirement that you have to have at least five He's Not Cups at your house at all times? Because I feel like that's a staple of He's Not, where you always have to have a couple of cups handy. I've actually never been. Wow. Oh, jeez. You ever been to Bob's, Kenny? You ever been to Bob's? Yeah, I've been to Bob's. Interesting. Kenny, Kenny, <laughs> I'll just check that off right there. That's kind of interesting. All right. Oh, so, this counterpoint. Bob's, they got them in, I think, ECU. It's, it's a chain. It's not Chapel Hill. It's a chain. He's not 1972 Chapel Hill. Only one. All right. So I'm on the clock right now. Uh, it's for, like enough of you guys talk. I'm, I'm going. For two picks. I'm locked in right now. I'm going to a landmark. Yeah, I know where he's going. I mean, I, I'm shocked this landmark is still here. When you think of, I UNC, know where you're going with this. When you I think know. of UNC, you think of the old well. Yeah, yeah. I'm, going the old, <laughs> I'm sure it's even the like the official logo uh, yeah. of Carolina. Uh, I will say, drinking from the old well overrated, but the over old well as a whole properly rated. It's it's the best monument. It was number one on my big board. Great I, pick. I think I got a steal, and I'm. Honestly, kind of excited right now, but <laughs> just what are, what are your guys' thoughts on just the old well in general? Hate it. Oh, I hate the pick. I don't hate the old well. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to kick you off here. You hate the old well. 
Well, that being said, I've driven by the old well. I've stopped. I've walked by and everything. I refuse to drink water out of a well that's been there for 300 years. That just doesn't sit well with me. Won't do it. The drinking of the old well is overrated. Totally agree. But the picturesque aspect of the old well, perfect. Were were you all on the team when the the pregame walk was right there by the old well? Did you all do that or was it later? I mean, it was 2012. Early. 2012, we did it, and then we switched after that. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I'm, yeah, I, I always loved that. Like they dropped the team off right in front of the old well, and then the team comes down for the walk. It was really cool. It was a good sight. Yeah. All right, I'm going. <sighs> this is another tough one because I don't pick for so long, but I have a chance to get another number one moment for me. There's a moment I'm gonna pass on because I already have Michael Jordan. Um, so it's going to leave my number one moment right here. Still it's Danny green's dunk over Craig Paulus. Mm. It's Damn. when you think of the Carolina Duke rivalry, it's always one of the first moments shown. Um, and it, you just, you just can't beat a, a nice poster dunk. So DG over Paulus dunk. And I think, I think that's going to play well with the fans too. The DG. Yeah. Dunk. Yeah. I like that. pick. Thank you. Yeah, I'd like to take it. a – can we take a moment and acknowledge if Viv just said, I think that's going to play well with the fans, so he's the one pandering now? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we can keep it moving. I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> I'm back and forth. I'm back and forth. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> My All pick? Right. Yeah. All right. Back to you. I'll follow you with a moment. I got Theo Pinson, representing the basketball side, good bench guy, lighting up a locker room. I got he's not kind of that you know, charismatic – Outdoor feel. So third, I'm going to go with a little football moment. Daz Newsom's catch against Miami night game last year. Never seen Keenan Stadium. I've been a Carolina fan. Never seen Keenan Stadium that packed and never seen a crowd make that much noise at a football game. It was like, this is so cool. Like, obviously, basketball has always been a huge staple, but I've never seen a crowd light up like that after Daz caught that ball versus Miami. Uh, it kind of like signaled the Mac is back era. So I'm going Daz Newsom's football catch or catch against Miami. I didn't have that as one of my moments on my big board, just knowing that I was going to pick something pretty early. But when you think of where Carolina football could be headed and where Carolina fans hope Carolina football gets to, that moment could be the turning point where mm. you saw Keenan Stadium and you're like, wow, this could be an every Saturday type of thing where you're playing mm-hmm. night games, you're playing – teams like Miami and it's a signature moment where I still watch the clip of I I think I can even name the reporter who tweeted it out like it's like Manny Navarro a Miami guy Mm -hmm. just because of how many times I've seen the clip of Keenan Stadium just going absolutely crazy I think I think that is a great moment that I didn't necessarily think of let me ask y'all something was that the biggest moment on that drive because people forget Sam Al had the fourth and eight fourth and 17 fourth and 18 yeah it's a big moment but it's more of like uh like okay, okay. we have a shot. It wasn't Fair like enough. a moment of euphoria. Yeah, yeah that was I mean, that was an incredible throw until Groves, right? Was on the yep. team yep. like yep. yep. The the video aspect of the touchdown catch from Daz also takes it up a couple of notches where you can yeah. relive that moment and see the exact moment the Carolina fans kind of lost their mind and uh, you know, Carolina basketball gets a ton of talk at Carolina and rightfully so, but in that moment, you saw a lot of people kind of put to rest the notion that Carolina can't be a football school and can't get the support from its fans and alumni that Carolina football can can get to that level. But I, I, I love the pick. And 
wondering if if Shaq had that in on his big board as as he goes for his third round pick. Yeah, that that was on my big board. Um, was at that game. It was an incredible moment. I, I absolutely remember it. It was it was nuts. And I, but I think that's a good question. Was it the biggest moment on the drive? You know, um, for anyone listening, keep that in mind when you're voting on who <laughs> on who wins this game. It was put up for debate as if that was even the biggest moment on the drive. Keep that in mind. Um, <laughs> but. I think with this pick, I think you have to go basketball player here, right? Like there's only there's a there's a bunch of big names that are gonna come off the board and you have to go steal one early. Tyler Hansborough. I mean, I can't right, you right. can't leave Tyler Hansborough on the board this long and expect me not to take him. Um, the guy's electric, the moments, the bloody stuff. I mean, just the nickname Psycho T, that that, that wins me over right there. Like that's a that's a mantra I can get behind. I'm taking Tyler Hansborough with this one and I, I love it. The all time ACC leading scorer and with with the way the one and done era has kind of changed college basketball. That's a, it's a record that's probably not going to change for quite some time. He never lost at Duke. It's another great point. And mm-hmm. when you, when you look at that's who I was between for the first pick, Michael Jordan, Tyler Hansborough, Tyler Hansborough had a significantly better college career, but ultimately I went with MJ just because of what MJ became after Carolina. But I, I love the, I love the Tyler Hansborough pick. Great value in the third round. Great Unbelievable value. value. That's actually great value. Yeah. I want to – so, all right, so my – I feel like I'm good. Like, I can save – I've got a couple players, basketball players in my head that I can save for four and five. Um, so, I think I'm going I'm to go a moment here. And I got two in my head, but I've went basketball for no, my no. first two picks. no. <laughs> and I think I'm gonna go football here for my moment. Um, to be honest with you, I wasn't paying, I didn't pay attention a lot until I got there to football. Um, but I know if I'm correct, this was against NC State. I'm gonna go Gio Bernard punt return. It's a great one. Yeah, it's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Wow, that is a good one. That that was. was Go ahead, Bip. Shaq, Shaq, you were on the sidelines. You could you could speak first. Yeah, no, it was nuts. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me I was on the sidelines. Yes, I was suspended for that game. I didn't know, um, that. I, didn't know that. <laughs> I just assumed you weren't on the punt return team. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, no, that was my freshman year. It was absolutely nuts. I mean, that was a moment that, so I grew up in Jacksonville, Florida. I mean, I was going to Florida game. I was going to the swamp with like Tebow and them, right? Going to like Tallahassee and all that stuff. Like that, my freshman year, I was like, oh, like, this is that environment. Like, this is nuts. I mean, a walk-off punt return, like, what the heck are we doing? That's one of the craziest things I've ever seen um, in the sport even. So, uh, there's great value in that pick. Not quite the value as the Hansborough pick, but great value in that pick. <laughs> my thing with the, the Geo punt return, I was uh, – I ran track my freshman year at Carolina, and that was my freshman year. And I was first row in the student section for that game, and after – Geo returned that punt I remember turning to somebody like I want to play football for Carolina and like the very next day I try to find any contact information for coach Fedora and coach Brewer to be like hey I want to play <laughs> football so that that's a moment that is near and dear to my heart because of the the implications that it had for me down the road but it's a great moment I'm shocked Kenny went with a football moment I'll be <laughs> the first to say that but when you're talking about moments Geo's punt return it's it's up there with the best of them. Yeah, I feel, I feel like I had an obvious pick in terms of moments. 
I feel bad, but he knows it's all love. He understands. Because it's coming off the board right now. <laughs> but back to back to the, the Geo thing. It was catharsis for the fan base. Like, because I think North Carolina had lost, what, five straight to NC State or something like that under Tom O'Brien. And it felt like the punt return from the call, like to everybody in the stadium, it was like, finally, you know, they, they beat NC State and then went on a little bit of, run of, of a run against them. So I just remember that because I know the fan base just like let it all out because that had been so long. That's also, that's also a great point with the call because I think the call, Jones's call makes it, even better than the no, he's not. Yes, he is. So it, it might not have, it might not be as good a moment without a great call. And I think when you're talking about the moment, Jones took it up a level too. Viv, can we, I'd like to kind of spend a second talking about the, the lesser known sad story that took place on that play, the, the Roy side of things. Did you ever hear about that one? That Roy was supposed to return the punt. <laughs> it was supposed to be Roy's return. And it was, Roy's it was just a long return. Like, Roy could have done that. Roy Smith, for for everybody who doesn't know, was the punt returner. Gio had like a banged up ankle, I think. It was an ankle, yeah. And Hmm. he he came to whoever was running punt return, Fedora. Yeah, so we was. I think what happened was, I don't. If you go back and look at, I don't think Gio returned any punts that game. Um, We go into the, we take a timeout before the punt return. We see what they line up in. Take a timeout. Come back to the sideline. And as we're taking the field, Roy's jogging on the field, and Gio doesn't go to anyone. He just looks at Roy. He goes, "Hey, I'll take this one." And he runs out there. With that, with that <laughs> that's a great. That's a great unknown story from that. I love the fact that y'all are pumping up my pick like this. <laughs> <laughs> we're football guys. Keep we're football moving. guys too. We're football guys. Keep it moving. <laughs> All right, Rel. In that talk, we'll keep it moving to you. I think I know where you're going. One of these picks. March 26, 2017, pretty simple. Sunday afternoon, my wife, for me, it was like a huge moment. So my fan, my inner fan doesn't come out often, like ever. Um, but when you have a, a wife who's, you know, 39 weeks pregnant and Carolina's in the Elite Eight and they're down five and then they're up five and then it's tied and then Luke May hits the second biggest shot, I would argue, in Carolina history. You know, you have to go with that. I mean, and then you see Kenny on the sideline in his suit, like just charged up. Seven Woods <laughs> is jumping. Tony Bradley has his hands on his head. Isaiah Hicks has his hands on his head. Just an, an incredible moment. And then for me, you add on the fact that my daughter was born like 28 hours later. It was just a really busy, emotional <laughs> couple did of days. You, so, did you, did you name her May? If I, I promise you, I'm not joking when I say this, but my wife doesn't know this, but I was going to steal the birth certificate. We didn't know if it was going to be a boy or a girl. And the baby's name was going to be like Luke or Lucas or something. Uh, <laughs> been a boy, but she's a girl. It's a great so. name. It's yeah. A great name. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's where I go for my moment. Kenny, what do you remember the most as someone who lived through that moment? And, you know, you're, you're real close with Luke. Is he mm-hmm. going to feel a little slighted that you didn't take him when you had the chance? He was, he was there for you three rounds. And Yeah. Um, he'll understand. Luke is a, Luke is an understanding <laughs> man. He'll, he'll understand that. <laughs> He, he gets a draft type of thing. And <laughs> if I explain it, so he'll understand. But, um, man, that, that was a – it's hard. To, it was one of those nights where things are moving, everything's moving so fast that you don't really – you don't necessarily remember distinct things. But, you know, it just all came together. It was like, um, you know, we were meant to be there because, you know, it's 
the year, everybody knows what happened the year before, but one thing that we point out sometimes is, you know, how we cruised through the tournament in 2016. It was just, you know, there was no, there was no competition. It was basically, it was kind of easy. And then you go to 2017, we're talking about getting redemption. And it's like, every game's a dog fight. Every game we've got to fight tooth and nail to win. And it's like, you know, those, there was one of those moments where you don't know what's going to happen. And then, you know, Malik Monk comes goes down and makes this crazy shot between Luke and Justin. It's like, how? Like, there's no way this is happening. And then, you know, four set four or three seconds later, Luke makes a shot. And it's like, <clears throat> I was still in my brace. Like, I was over there jumping around. I was not <laughs> supposed to be jumping. Like, I was still in the middle of rehab. Like, and it was early on in my rehab. So I had no business over there jumping. And, you know, it's just one of those things where, like, <clears throat> you know, it's just, one, you're happy for Luke. Um, you know, you see how hard he works. And then, uh, you know, on top of that, he set his career high two days before and then broke that career high in the Kentucky game. So, like, you know, you see all the work go in and for him to make that shot took him from, you know, it, it just elevates his, you know, stardom from here to here to where he to where he is now and it's like you know it was a lot going on you know it's one of those things where you, you're trying to find as many people to hug as you can and you know of course Luke is one of the first ones I tried to get to as fast as I could uh in the break so it was I mean it was a heck of a night yeah and Luke like you mentioned he became like all Carolina fans know who Luke May was before that shot but in the the college basketball the general college basketball fans eyes, he became a household name. And while it didn't happen at the game, I think a signature moment from that led from that moment was the Twitter video of the Kentucky bar at the same time. Where <laughs> yeah. see, that's, yeah. that's my favorite video. <laughs> Where you can see them get so excited. And then the moment, like you don't even have to see the TV but you could see the exact moment where all their hearts get ripped out. And as Carolina <laughs> fans, like we know what that experience exactly. Is. Yeah. So it's like, that's us. That's to us. See another <laughs> fan base kind of get their heart ripped out. It was uh, a little cathartic, I would say. But oh, right. And let's not forget who made the pass to, to Luke, who had the court. My second pick, Theo Pinson. Trying to guess his pickup. I'll forget that. Trying to guess his pickup. That's what he's doing. Oh, my God. Rel. Sticking with you, still on the clock. Uh, so I'm going to go with Keenan Stadium for my venue or my landmark. Uh, I just, for me, um, even though I cover like UNZ basketball, there's nothing better than being with my friends on a Saturday in Chapel Hill and like tailgating and then going in the stadium and enjoying it, you know, watching the basketball players walk by right at kickoff. Uh, everybody always loves that. Um, and then just, you know, watching the game and just hanging out and driving home after you spent, you know, 10 hours in Chapel Hill. So if, if there's one place I could pick to like watch games and events, I, I would pick Kenyon Stadium. Kenyon Stadium. Football in the forest. Shout out to Lee Pace. But I think even Kirk Herbstreet said like, in terms of like unique settings to watch a football game, Chapel Hill is up there with anybody in the country and kind of going back to the Miami catch. It, it just shows you like Saturdays in Chapel Hill are awesome because you get to go to Keenan stadium. And I think the addition of the seat backs boost Keenan stadium a lot because when it was just the mm -hmm. aluminum bleachers, 
not as good of a stadium. The seat backs, it's a game changer, quite frankly. Yeah, I, I personally, for me, I think one of the best views is in the blue zone. And I've got, a, I took a picture one night because um, I can count on my hand how many night games we had in my four years. But we had one. I think I actually think I was, it was after I graduated and I came back for a football game. It was a night game. And from the blue zone, you can see like the bell tower and all of that in the background. And it was like the sky was this orangish color and it was it was super pretty. Um, so it was it was one of those great views that you just had the capture on the picture. Rel, your yeah. team is shaping up pretty nicely with four picks in. Kenny, going back to you, who are you adding to your squad? You've got between an athlete, a basketball player, and a restaurant or bar, I believe. So I'm going to go with the player. Um, one of the darlings of UNC basketball in recent memory, I'm going to go ahead and pick Marcus Page. Mm, yep. That's a great pick. What's, what's your reasoning behind Marcus over a lot of other Carolina basketball players who, who might be just as worthy? No uh, you know, Marcus is the, what's the word, consummate Tar Heel. Um, you know, you walk in, his jersey's hanging in the Raptors. Uh, but underrated part of Marcus, he's also got his name on the academic All-American board also. So that's one thing. But, it, I mean, everybody knows Marcus. Everybody loves Marcus, um, what he done, what he meant for the school. Um, and then, you know, topping it off with, uh, topping his career off, we don't have to, well, we have to mention the shot, but, you know, just finishing his career, taking Carolina to another final four. Um, I think that just adds to his legacy. Yeah. And Carolina doesn't win that national championship if it isn't for somebody like Marcus the year before. And it's kind of a take I've had before that Marcus is one of, if not the most important recruit. Roy's ever gotten because of his ability to kind of stabilize the program where mm -hmm. those first couple of years when the scandal was kind of swirling around Chapel Hill, Carolina easily could have became the next UCLA before they made this final four run or the next Indiana. But I think Marcus is a great pick, obviously a uh, little biased there, but I, th I think Marcus yeah. is a great pick for, for all those reasons. I think and, and Marcus's senior speech was one of the best moments I've ever witnessed in the Smith Center. Yeah. Like there's been incredible basketball moments, but getting him to hear him pour his, pour his heart out about Roy, uh, his experience and his teammates experience was just one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. Hey, hey Kenny, I have a question for you. So obviously he made the three. How did he make the layup before that? Because it looks like, I don't know if you remember that, the ball was like, I don't know, it's floating somewhere and there's like 10 people in there and he just finds it. it some over yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it, like, you know, I, I think about, I've thought about him, like that little stretch he had, that last couple minute stretch where it was just like pure will for Marcus. Like it was, he was making every play, every basket necessary. And it's just like, it was one of those things that you don't know how he did it, how he did it. Like, like I said, it was just pure will. Like he did, he, 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 it was, he was trying with everything in him to win that game. And you know, he got all of the results necessary, but, you know, it was just, it was just Will at that point. Like, I don't know how he ended up with the ball. And I mean, he shot it over his head, I think. So like, it, uh, that was just. Will. 
I remember being at Bob's watching them. Like, I wouldn't try these shots in a game of horse. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> He's out here in the final four getting buckets on shots that I wouldn't dream of attempting in the driveway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and if you, if you want to, like, for the people who, like, like to romanticize the game or, and sports in general, like, Marcus always gave Carolina fans that hope and that belief that they could win any game even when a lot of people were throwing a lot of dirt and shade at Carolina with, with everything going on. Marcus is a great pick, but Shaq, you've got Pantana Bobs, you've got Carmichael Arena, you've got Tyler Hansborough. You've got a moment and a non-basketball player. Non-basketball player. I mean, <clears throat> as a linebacker myself, I cannot, will not let Lawrence Taylor go undrafted here. That's a great pick. The best defensive player in the history of the NFL the best linebacker to ever do it. He changed the game. You can't let him go undrafted. I need LT and I need him now. LT, it's it's a great pick. It's great value in the fourth round. Rel, when you were talking about goats for other for other sports and other positions, were you, were you thinking of LT? I was. I was hoping he would be around there, uh, you know, when we stink back around. Because I, I think the younger, you know, here I am, I'm, I'm – in my upper 30s and I'm sounding super old but these young folks you know they don't know nothing about no Lawrence Taylor uh but yeah I mean he really was he, he changed how bad how football was played honestly um you know offensive line techniques and just how quick he was off the edge I mean he is the best defensive player there ever was it's a great pick not to hype him up we've ha- we haven't had too many questionable picks uh mm-hmm. Luke back to you I can I cannot believe this guy is still on the board I cannot believe it because Stuart Scott is one of the best Tar Heels to ever come through Carolina. His, his record doesn't even need to be said. Just uh, the GOAT. I think if we're talking about GOATs in sports, he's the GOAT of broadcasting. Um, and I remember going, growing up watching him at Late Night with Roy and we'd go watch him on TV. Um, me, I'm a, I'm a journalist myself. Love love everything he's done for the for the business and just probably has the utmost respect whenever you hear someone talk about him. He just never, never, ever has has someone say a bad word about him. So, yeah, Booyah, he's cooler than the other side of the pillow. Stuart Scott locked in, um, locked in in my my fourth pick. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get any hate from Stuart Scott when you're talking about people who first made sports cool and start getting in all those kind of pop culture type references. Stuart Scott. Is the gold standard, and yeah. he's a Tar Heel, so you, you can't beat that. Great autobiography too, if you ever get the chance to read it. I did read it. Yeah, but it's fantastic. It. I'll plug it for anybody else who hasn't had the chance to read it yet. So it's up to me. I've got my basketball player. I've got my monument. I mean, I've got my landmark, and I've got my moment. Man, yikes! <laughs> my my non basketball alum or athlete. The top three are off the board. This was a category I'd start to pick kind of early. So now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let this be my last pick. Um well, I guess it doesn't matter. I have back to back picks. Um but for bar or restaurant I will go I don't think it's been picked yet. Nope. Top of the hill. It's yeah. classic. It's a over state. overrated. Is overrated. It when you're talking about how many restaurants there are in Chapel Hill and how that number keeps declining Top of the hill. Oh my god! Top. What do you get at top of the hill? What do you get at top of the hill? Chicken sandwich. There's, there's so many good options, and it's the same thing 
as what we've said before with a couple of things, just the view, you're, you're outside, it's a nice day. Check, come on. You're a top Zip, I, I, <laughs> Zip, love the view, love the idea of top of the hill. The menu's too limited. I mean, Thank you. It's Thank a good you. rotating menu. They've got a good Sunday brunch. <laughs> Bananas I, I Foster, <laughs> French toast, it's a great option. Hopefully it's still on the rotating menu when I come back to Chapel Hill, but I <laughs> – I can't say it for this top of the hill slander. And then when you have Carolina beating Duke or winning a national championship, just overlooking everything and you get the pitcher. That's all they got. The hill in the they background. got the view. I look, I'm a, I mean, is it? I'm a founding member of top of the hill. They're going to take I, that I have, back. They're going to take that back. Money. I hope they're they don't watch this. <laughs> Dude, top of the hill, you go spend $25 on an okay sandwich the, and the like thing, two beers, which are okay. Brewery thing, has better, brewery has better beer. And then if top of the hill was on Franklin Street, like not where they are on the elevator. If there was a normal restaurant where like Lhasa was, closed down in a year. They they have a weird. They're not a no. weird mix between that's like sports take. bar. That's such a hot take. All right, that's, Skip that's Bayless. Nuclear. Somebody get Skip this, Bayless out. This here. just got hot. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. They're a weird mix between like sports gastropub bar and like fancy nice restaurant. I went there for the uh, March Madness. They didn't have any games on. There's in the main that's, part of the TV, there's no game. I'm going to have to find somebody to verify that because that just does not sound true. The thing I'll say about Top of the case. Hill that makes it even better, it's like when you're a student and you go there, you kind of have in your mind of Chapel Hill restaurants, like, oh, Top of the Hill, that's a little pricey, a little high end. And then when you come back as an alumni, Luke, once you experience this as an <laughs> alumni, you come back to Top of the Hill and you're looking at the menu and you're seeing the prices and you're like, Especially if you're coming from a big city, you're like, wow, this this wasn't that expensive. I was just really broke in college. But <laughs> so you call me hill, broke. <laughs> bro, bro, come on. As as I mean, as one of the most sensible people on the Zoom right now, give me some backup for top of the hill. It's yeah, it's, it's solid. I mean, I'm it's it's not quite my scene, but it's it's solid. Hmm. I'll give it that. Bleeding out oh. here, right? no, it's a, I mean, when you're talking about restaurants at Chapel Hill, UNC fans love Top of the Hill, so I'm not worried about that. I, I think we, more – A good case, Kenny. Kenny seems to be on your side. I'm not even well, pandering, but more people like Top of the Hill than Luke over there who probably eats at friggin' lots. He threw out lots. <laughs> no, I, no, I said lots because lots of clothes down. When, when Luke's friends say, where should we get the nice food? Luke throws out mellow mushroom. Hey. The, revolving door, the, the revolving door of restaurants on Franklin on my return trips is absolutely killing me, though. Yeah, like, I went, I went back to It's top of the hill. And uh, Pizza Press is gone. It's, I'm like it's sauce. It's the same thing essentially. They just change the name. It's okay. Moved. Is it moved? Yeah. Nah. Same same spot. They just like added some salads and renamed themselves. It's kind of weird. <laughs> rebrand. Whole rebrand. Some of, yeah, some of the restaurants. Some of the restaurants I see open on Franklin. I'm like, do you even want to make money? Like, why you don't? <laughs> Did you put any thought <laughs> in consideration? Close your regularly. Why would you open this here? <laughs> One restaurant that I have to mention. It's it's. Anytime we start talking about restaurants, I have to bring it up. I love New York pizza. Don't do it. I care about you. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> do say it. it. Please don't say it. it's good. I'll don't leave the it. Zoom right now. I don't Just... know. Every time I come back to Chapel Hill, I say, how is I love New York pizza? All right. They're going to get you. Don't say anything. They're coming after you. I'm going to have to bleep this out. I'm going to have to bleep this I'm, out. I'm glad that you said it was bad because 
I was gonna have to leave the Zoom if you started uh, gassing up. I love New York pizza. It's it's on the Mount Rushmore of the worst place. <laughs> It is, dude. No one's ever in there. They're always in business. They it, cook their pizza. Stop talking. At 10 stop talking. Bro, I care about you. I care. Don't say it. Dude, right. I do think. I do think Dames is open now, though. I it did is. see that. It is. Yeah. I've never been to Dames, but when you're talking about restaurants, Beeskies, Beeskies could be. We'll we'll get to honorable mentions. Beeskies. R.I.P. Beeskies, legend. Stop. Stop. Vip, Vip, Vip uh, every time he opens his mouth on restaurants, loses more credibility. You got Beeskies right, in with me. All right. Well, come on. It's back to me. My last pick, it has to be a non-basketball alum or athlete. <sighs> Looking at my big board, Mia Hamm's gone. Stuart Scott's gone. Lawrence Taylor's gone. I have a four and a five. The four is terrible. Like, I'll mention it in the honorable mentions, but I'm going to go Sam Howell. He's, I think when you look at Sam Howell and his body of work, and a lot of this is banking on a great junior year and him <laughs> propelling himself into being a, a top pick in the NFL draft. But I think the, the, the negative side for picking somebody like Sam Howell is after two years, Carolina is just 15 and 10 in those two seasons. But I think you can make the argument without Sam Howell, this isn't a, a team with a winning record. And when you start to talk about how I mentioned how Marcus Page was the most important recruit under Roy Williams, I think it's going to be a guy like Sam Howe who's the most important recruit for Carolina football and gets them in this conversation where you're talking about playoffs, you're talking about the Heisman. I mean, right now we're going into a Carolina football season with the most hype ever. Sam Howell is in the Heisman conversation he deserves to go when you're talking about the non-basketball alum or athlete section. Um, Jack, you're, I know you're a big Sam Howell guy. I'm huge on Sam Howell. Absolutely huge. I mean, I, I loved him as a pick too. So I'm not knocking your pick here. I love the pick of Sam Howell, but the justification you use, body of work is something people complain about talking about every football season. And then you start making up hypotheticals if but we didn't have this. But I'm his body of work, that. his body of work is like he's broken every quarterback record at UNC. And I, I would go as far to say he's the best quarterback that's ever played at Carolina just from a physical and talent standpoint to where he's doing things I've never seen people do. And he's making throws look incredibly easy. It's going to be interesting to see how he does without Daz Newsome and without Deami Brown. But in terms of getting a quarterback, you know, quarterbacks, they bring people in. Sam Howell. He's bringing people in no more hype than somebody with a guy like Sam Howell this year. It's no, I uh, contradict myself. I mentioning the what ifs. <laughs> yeah, I love the pick, man. I love if the Sam pick. Howell goes Sam. on to be a Heisman. It's a great pick in hindsight. I think yeah. it's a great pick regardless. Good pick. Mean, you, you were saying like what he does. This, I think he's going to go out and spin it and score about 3000 touchdowns. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to put doubt in people's minds about voting you to win this thing <laughs> over me is all I'm doing. <laughs> Hey, I think I think the Tabo pick took him out of the conversation. He's done. <laughs> no, he's done. <laughs> Not a chance. Hey, Sam, let's, let's... If you think Tabo took me out of the conversation, Sam Howell brought me right back in because people love Sam Howell right now. Yeah, well, that's who we're on the subject of pander. Look, no, look, I love yeah, Sam Howell too. He's, he's, yeah, I just at said your he's picks. the best love, quarterback hey, that's ever played. I love Sam. I love the Sam Howell pick, but let's look at your picks. You got Michael Jordan, so we're talking 1980s. You got Danny Green, so 2005 era. Then you got Topo, wine and cheese, kind of maybe Richard Crowd. 
and then you got Sam Howell. You got well. You've hit all the demographics. He's trying to hit all the bases. Yeah, you got all the demographics. I, I see you. It's smart. I've, you're a smart I've, guy. I've checked you're doing. every box. I think. All right. So you are pandering. No. I, I <laughs> now that the draft is complete for me, I'm looking at my board and I've got, I got a lot of my ones. I'm happy for you. Um, it's uh landmark, right? Okay. Yeah. I will go with the pit. Um, it's the epicenter of campus. Whoever's been in Carolina, you get to see the shenanigans of the pit preacher, step teams, clubs. Uh, there's like a weird, not weird, interesting rap group that goes out there and raps at like 1 a.m. at night when you go home from the UL. Um, there's just so much happening there. I love it. It's the kind of heart of campus. Everything flows through there. So I'm going to go with the pit as my last pick. Very underrated. Why do you think so, Kenny? I like it. Nobody would think you don't, unless you're really a student, you don't really think of the pit. I like yeah. the pit. I like the pit pick. I don't know too much about the uh, the rap group at 1 a.m. I was never a big library guy at Carolina. Um, <laughs> I was. We had a lot of them. Don't that. make that a, a, as an athlete. <laughs> if I can't believe you, I saw Luke chuckling over there. We didn't have to go to the library. We had Louder Milk Center to study. Um, but I'm still not a library guy. I have a quick pitch story that's that's kind of funny. I think it's funny. It also shows my age. So when I was there, I was like big into CAA and Carolina Fever and, and all that good stuff. And we would help with, um, you know, recruiting for basketball events and stuff. And so we painted jerseys of people coming so that they could like hold them up at the basketball games. Of course, like I said, I'm old. So it was Dwight Howard, <laughs> Marvin Williams, James on Curry and J.R. Smith. We forgot to put newspaper under that. So for like six years after that, you could see the, like the little paint left over and like Howard number 12 and Smith <laughs> number one and Marvin Williams, you know, number 24 or whatever. So I always thought that was funny because we would go back during football games. You could still see it a little bit. It was like 2010 before it was gone. That's awesome. The pick is great pick. I, I, you know, I'm not here to throw shade on anybody's pick like some people are, but uh, Shaq, finish your draft out. You have... What, what pick do you still have? Moment. I still, my moment, my moment. And this is a moment that I don't think would come off the board for anyone else. It's a big moment for me. I think um, when I think of what I like to see in athletes, I like to see the grit on the, on the court, on the field, right? I take Hansborough and, and I mentioned that gritty, bloody picture, right? For my moment, I like to have guys, see guys have fun too, right? I'm going Hansborough jumping off the frat house. That was a moment that like, like that was the OG Johnny Manziel moment. Like that was our <laughs> Manziel moment. I saw that even before I came to UNC, like any of that stuff, I saw that and I was like, this guy has a good time. I think I can like, I think I like that place. I will add this under my landmarks. I had the SAE house because of the Hansborough jump. So you're not going to get any complaints from me. It's an iconic picture. I, th I, I loved, I love the pick of Hansborough jumping off. It's, it's a great, it's a great pick. I'm like I said, I'm not here to throw shade at anybody. If I think you make a good pick, I'm going to boost you up. I'm a boost you up guy. I'm going to let it play out for the fans and let the fans decide. I'm not here to sway anybody's argument. You're throwing shade saying you're not throwing shade. <laughs> let, the, let it fall where it falls. That's all I'll say. Kenny. You're finishing it up here. You have your restaurant. Restaurant. Right? Bar. 
And for, for a, lot think, of, a lot of the topo talk, Kenny, you better have a great pick gear. See, Restaurant I, didn't really, I didn't really down topo, though. Uh, true. I think you don't really – I feel like this is a sleeper pick. You don't really get a whole lot of people talking about it. But for my restaurant, I'm going to go Merits. Ooh. Add that's it on my far. big board. It's a classic. That's very, very, very good. That's real good. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's yeah. classic. I like people, that. People love throwing up the Instagrams when they're back in Chapel Hill or they're eating. BLT. The BLT. It's When you have a restaurant, I feel like the key thing is you have to have a staple off, off the menu. You have to have that yeah. go-to order. So, so merits is a great pick. It was a little lower on my board if, if things shook out differently. Um, but I, but I definitely had it there. Rel, you're finishing out the draft. You have Sutton's Mia Hamm, Luke may buzzer beater Keenan stadium. So you're getting your Carolina basketball player with the last pick. of the draft. <laughs> who's, so Basically who's everybody's Mr. <laughs> who's Mr. Irrelevant in this scenario. <laughs> So let's see. It's not James Worthy. It's not Sam Perkins. It's not Hubert Davis or Rick Fox or King Rice or Vince Carter or Antoine Jameson or Justin Jackson, who probably be number two or anybody else. If you know me, you know I'm going to pick is Raymond Felton from the 2005 team because he's my era, uh, my time at Carolina. And, uh, you know, you know the story. Him and his class kind of helped save Carolina basketball when Coach Williams came back because uh, it was it was rough there for a minute. That's why I would like when I graduated, I don't want to hear anything from anyone about how tough they had it. Like Carolina won one NCAA tournament game while I was in school. Went to one bowl game when I was in school. That's it. That's all we had. We didn't have anything else. Um, it was it was some dark times, man. It was some dark times. So Felton for bringing Carolina out of it and, and winning, you know, helping them win the 2005 championship. I like the, the Felton pick. Kenny, as somebody who's played against Ray Felton in the pickup games in the summer. What what are those experiences like when a guy like him comes back? Well, it's, I mean, it's great, especially for, you know, somebody that grows up and watches him play, um, not necessarily at Carolina, but more so in the NBA. Uh, you know, as a 17, 18-year-old, it's kind of cool to see an NBA player and share the court with them. But then you realize, you know, the Carolina family aspect kicks in and, you know, you kind of get to know him a little bit more, and that's the cool part. But I was actually talking to Coach Davis about uh, about this earlier today, just the pride for Carolina that, you know, a lot of the alumni have is something that you that really can't be matched. Uh, you know, they want us to succeed just because of – just because we put that Carolina jersey on. And, you know, it – it means something when you put that jersey on it. You, you see it, uh, you know, almost every summer when guys come back, just how much it means to them uh, and how much cultivating those relationships means to them. So that's that, that's really the cool part, really the, the off the court and, you know, the things that you're able to share with them off the court. Love that. And to recap the draft for everybody, I'll go team by team. My team, it's Michael Jordan, the old well, Danny Green's dunk over Greg Paulus, top of the hill, Sam Howe. Luke has Theo Pinson. He's not. Daz Newsom's catch versus Miami. Stuart Scott in the pit. Shaq has Pantana Bobs, Carmichael Arena, Tyler Hansborough, Lawrence Taylor, and then Hansborough jumps off the frat house at SAE. <laughs> Kenny has 
Roy Williams, the Smith Center, Gio Bernard's punt return versus NC State, Marcus Page and Merritt's, Rel has Sutton's, Mia Hamm, Luke May's buzzer beater, Keenan Stadium, Ray Felton. We'll go through uh, honorable mentions that I had, and if, if anybody wants to chime in with any that they had as well. I think when you're talking about basketball players, Vince, James Worthy, those are the obvious two that nobody selected. And I guess when you go Theo Pinson second, you're going to have to leave out some of those names. But there, there's I'm a, char- I'm a character guy. Carolina basketball, they're, with how prestigious it is, there's going to be a ton of names that people had to leave off. The non-basketball alum that I had on my big board that I almost refused to pick unless it was my fifth choice was James K. Polk, president. Anytime, anytime. Known racist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm back. I'll take what he's off, trying to say. He's off my big board. I mean, uh, I didn't pick him. But anytime you get a president, it's in consideration. Then the, yeah. mo- the moments that I had, MJ's buzzer beater, I think me picking MJ kind of turned some people off of that. I had Chris Weber's technical foul, even though it's not a Carolina basketball player. Just the moment in the grand scheme of things, I think, was a great moment. I had Marvin Williams' game winner against Duke. I had Nick Weiler's kick versus Florida State. And I had uh, Bart's kick against Miami. And then uh, landmarks. I think everybody hit my landmarks and everybody hit my bars or restaurants. But any anything that kind of jumps off to you guys that we might have missed? Yeah, yeah a restaurant. Go ahead. You got it. No, you got it. I was going to say a restaurant that I really wanted to take that I just, I mean, I couldn't cause I already had Bob's, but like Lucha Tigre, I, it's a newer one. So not as many people would have known <laughs> it. Um, but I, I wanted Lucha bad. I wanted Lucha. Um, I'll admit Vip, a little bit of the pandering happened, right? I know that having really picked up steam in like 14, 15, really narrowing the gap if we can get those votes from out of that one. So had to make a business the distance, decision there. The distance from Franklin street kind of hurts it, but I yeah, the food, the food, like General Sal's, yeah, it's yeah. it's incredible. I was gonna say Al's or uh, IP3, yeah, Ooh, Carolina Staples. Yeah. I was, those are two good yeah. ones. IP3 are my guys. They know that. I was yeah. gonna say uh, restaurants. I had I think Sub Dogs. I had as one. Oh, Kenny, come on! I'm he not. Draft a, I'm, he didn't draft it. He didn't draft. I'm not. He's oh, just okay. throwing out. He's just throwing out what was on the big board. I'm not fair, fair. And the second one I had was uh oh Sunrise. Sunrise. Oh, yeah. Great. Sunrise is great. Great breakfast. Hey, uh, go ahead, Ro. You got it. So uh, m- the moment I was thinking I have to, the moment I was thinking about was um, 2015. Very huge for y'all. The Virginia Tech game, Frank Beamer's last home game, the Quinshaw Davis catching over time to send Carolina to the, you know, ACC championship game. Oh, and man. then that, vi- that video y'all had that leaked out that Saturday morning, like with the Joker and stuff. I don't think we were supposed to see it, but we saw it. Do you remember that? I don't even think I know what video you're talking. It was like it was like agent. You guys are agents of chaos, and it was like showing people talking about the rankings and how y'all were gonna go in and blow everything up and did make it, come it to from the Carolina football. Yeah, it did. It was on uh, YouTube for like seven minutes, and then they took it off. Uh, um, and I, then I, I uh, had no idea about that. Yeah, it was really cool. I'll see if I can go awesome. find it. And and then the other thing was um, I, I do like beasties too. I, I, I just want to yeah. say that. <laughs> classic. If I could bring beasties back and help them pay rent, I would. <laughs> Yeah. Another Shaq. Uh, yeah, a non-football player that I really wanted to take because uh, I thought that it was a way to double dip a little bit was Julius Peppers. Yeah. I thought that I could double dip in we those buckets. Exclude his his basketball prowess, but I mean, when you're talking about football, Pep 
Pep and Dre Bly, I would say, were the next two for if you're looking at just the best Carolina football players that were probably yeah. still on the board. Yeah, there's, a, there's another good non-basketball alum. I didn't think anyone would know him, but Jason Kalar, early at Amazon, like Amazon executive, Hulu founder, CEO, and now the CEO of Warner Media. I think he spoke guys at a, commencement. Yeah, so yeah, he spoke at one commencement. It could have been yours, probably but yours. guy's a total beast. He was going to be a good pick, but I don't think you would know who he is. If, if you threw that up on a graphic, you're right. You, you went with the smart choice. But, guys, <laughs> yeah. it was a great time catching up with all of you, getting through the big boards. We'll see. It's in the fans' hands now. We'll see who wins. <laughs> maybe, get, maybe get inside Carolina's guru, Jordan Sane, to create a, an own graphic, bother him with his time, and make somebody here a graphic for uh, the first snake draft poll winner but uh it's a great time catching up with all of you guys i think Kenny won. i think anyone if i'm being honest i like my team i think Kenny. i think Kenny won. if we're being honest okay i'll cut this out what are you what are we doing here what are we doing (laughs) yeah we can't we can't sway the hands and the podcast working together offline now (laughs) thanks for listening to another podcast from insidecarolina.com brought to you by johnny t-shirt.com where to go for your next Tar Heel gear purchase. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.